everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we are here with an adulting series. Uh, maybe like a two-part series, but really we're going to talk about what it's like to be adults. Do we feel like adults? And what does it mean to be an adult? But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So multiple months after the release of Shang-Chi in theaters, it is finally dropped on Disney+. And I finally watched it. I, it is my top five probably Marvel movies of all time. I, again, I don't know if I'm just saying that because it's a predominantly Asian cast and it feels like authentic, you know, like it doesn't feel like it's pandering to China, but it still feels like it's culturally appropriate. Um, it was also nice because I could understand the Mandarin that was spoken in it. So I didn't need subtitles most of the time. And I did mm. translate a few parts for Jordan because Disney's Plus's subtitles weren't always uh, great. No way, really, because those were the same subtitles they use like in the actual movie theater. So like, is there a time you remember that stood out where the subtitles were wrong? It wasn't necessarily that it was wrong. It was just like there was times where they would say something, but the, there was no subtitle for that because it was said so quickly. There was a subtitle for the next thing that person said, but not the thing before. Like it didn't, you didn't really lose out on anything in the film, but there are parts where the subtitles just did not catch and did not translate hmm. what someone had said. Um, and of course, like with all things, like there's no, like it's mostly to, the t most of the time the subtitles weren't like a direct translation of or like how I would translate it but like the meaning was still kind of the same and it was like you wouldn't have lost anything but not understanding Mandarin hmm. yeah. perks of uh knowing a second language yeah comes in handy <laughs> the one time where I'm like ah comes in handy nice. <laughs> but I cried um a lot not like a lot, but I cried at two different scenes. And before we started filming, Maggie actually started talking about the whole trope where there's like the bad boy and he like is only nice to like the one girl and everything. And that's kind of the trope that they do in the movie, Shang-Chi. Um, and I loved it. I'm so sorry in advance. Hammering is going on in the background, so it might pick up on it. I liked it in the film. Like I felt so bad for like the antagonist of the film because this person had lost like everything. He had lost his whole world. Um, even though it was like that trope, I'm still such a sucker for that trope for some reason in movies because he was just so sad. And I was just like, oh, you poor man. I fully, I fully empathize with everything that you're doing and why you have turned back into who you were before. But he didn't really lose his world. Like, he but has he, he has a family. He has kids. Yeah, like, okay, yes. He did not approach that situation the best. Like, he should not have um, just dumped his kids. Or, like, okay, kind of like, I don't, okay, no, wait. I think he cared about them in a different way. Like, I, it's not that he just didn't feel like he was responsible for them, but I think he tried to care for him, for them, the way that he knew best i guess so he trained them or like so he tried to train the son but he also tried to protect the daughter at the same time by shielding her from like everything he was doing so that way the son in the future could like fight for himself i guess i mean 
It's like very, um, what is it? Like conservative, old, traditional way of Asian man thinking. Where it's like the man has to be the one to stand up, like be the head of the family. The girl needs to like stay, stay out of the way. Yeah. I was devastated when um, he went to the son and was like, why didn't you do anything? And the kid was like seven <laughs> years old. <laughs> no, at the time he was even younger, no? He had like such chubby cheeks. He was so tiny. And the dad was like, you just stood there, watch while she died. What was he supposed to do? Jump into and die? That part, I was like, okay, man, you're kind of you're kind of crazy. But yeah. he, I think he was just grieving too. Like, like yes, yeah. he did not grieve the best way. I like, Yes, because he was grieving, he kind of like pushed his family aside in a way and didn't treat them the best. But like she was his whole world. And I, yeah. she, like the fight at the beginning that like they did with like him meeting her for the first time there was like it was so fun and like there's so much sexual tension too like in that like fight that i was like whoa do you remember when it was kind of replicated with shang and his dad (laughs) i was like are they gonna kiss i said the same thing slowed down in the exact same way and like zoomed in on their face where they were staring at each other and i was like what the hell what's the sexual tension going on why would they do this because i saw him like move in the way that like his mom like because his aunt kind of taught him how to move that way right yeah the way that he was moving and the way that dad was moving felt a lot like a lot like i think that was the point it was to draw parallels to like the mom and like the dad um but it just felt like there was like tension and then like the way that like he like the slow motion the way he was like looking down at his father and his father was like looking up at him and i was just like are they is this incestuous it's like son i'm so proud of you let me just kiss you real quick (laughs) yeah uh i'm so glad you got that too because Junin actually made that joke and he's like ah do you think there's sexual tension here too and i was like no and then i saw it i was like maybe as soon as I saw it, because I saw it in theaters three times, with oh each God. person I went to see it with, I made the same joke. Are they going to kiss? <laughs> All three times, the other person was like, haha. <laughs> Incest jokes, not big here. Not, not big with this audience. Not big. <laughs> big with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why didn't we make the exact same joke? But Because like, we never talked to each other about this. Um, what is your update this week? Um, obviously, I want to talk about my girl, Taylor Swift. Anyways, she released her version of Red, um, Taylor's version of Red. We watched the All Too Well music video. It is 13, 14 minutes long. And I thought it was okay. It was interesting. Um, I watched it once by myself. And then I made my boyfriend watch it with me last night to get his thoughts and opinions. Um... Yeah, first he he was being he was just like talking a loud reflecting kind of thing. And then he was like, Oh, maybe like this and this happened and then I didn't say anything and he was like, You know what? I think I'm making excuses for this guy. I think like everything that blew up the hammering. Everything that blew up between them, he started like saying really stupid things. Like she was just telling him how he how she felt and he was just like dismissing it completely. Like, I don't remember that happening, so therefore it didn't happen. And I see a lot of TikTok reactions where people are like, if this was me, I would just kick him in the face and then say, I don't remember that happening. Therefore, it didn't happen. Anyways, um, she performed all too well on SNL. So many people came out to support her. Her ex, Joe Jonas, 
um, Sophie Turner, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively. Very interesting dynamics here. Um, also because Ryan Reynolds is known to be friends with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, so let's see who he sided with in this. I guess maybe he doesn't need to take sides. I think you can be friends with them both. Yeah. And also when you think about it in like the macro sense, they only dated for three years when she was 19. Three months. Sorry, three months. Three months. Three months when she was 19. She is yeah. almost 30 now. So it was a long time ago. I'm sure that both parties are over it. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is getting his second reckoning, I guess. Um, next up is John Mayer because... You know, the Speak Now album probably is going to get Taylor's version soon. There might be a 10-minute version of him. Joe Jonas got off real lucky in this sense. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it's great. I've been listening to it on repeat. And I've been listening to um, Silk Sonic album on repeat. You look confused. What's up? Right. Uh, did Joe, like, did something happen with Joe Jonas and Taylor Swift? Like, I thought it was an amicable breakup. Um, so it was rumored that he, so he was filming the music video Love Bug and he met Camilla, Camilla Bell, I think her name is. And he broke up with Taylor Swift because he wanted to date her. And he broke up with her in a 30 second phone call. That was, that was when she went on Ellen and was like, I'm, and Taylor Swift was like, I'm not even going to remember the boy who broke my heart in a 30 second phone call. And apparently there's a recording of the phone call somewhere where he was like, it's not you, it's me. Like, oh, no. Like that kind of – but they were like 17 at the time when they dated, right? But that's – good things came out of that breakup. Like she met Selena Gomez and they're still friends to this day. Like best friends. So it's all good. Um, it's happened for a reason. Exactly. For a reason. And we got bangers like Mr. Perfectly Fine and Forever mm-hmm. and Always. Those are great songs. Yeah. I'm glad Taylor dated a lot. Not even a lot. I, I'm glad Taylor had, like, a lot of experiences that led to great music. Because, mm-hmm. like, all of the, like, a lot of these songs would not have been inspired. Yeah. Um, or written, maybe, if she didn't, she hadn't gone through it. Like, I feel bad for her for having gone through that. But I'm glad she has, like, a good way to channel her sadness. Yeah. I think it's, like, they're bangers, you know? Like, they're not relatable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't dated a lot or gone through a lot of breakups but like they're still relatable to me you know like i still got feelings um (laughs) yeah i know like like my family's super misogynistic and i was telling wanda about this so this is also my beef but my family was just like oh my god how come it's always the guy's fault why does she have to date around so much like how come she always needs to write a song about someone it's like would you say this if it was a man don't say this about john mayer don't say this about i don't know literally every other man or any rapper who raps about girls like pussy and tits and ass and whatever. Like, how come that's okay, but a girl sings about her feelings and it's not okay? Yeah, I mean, you were telling me about, like, a TikTok of this couple where the guy was like, well, what about, like, I don't really know. Like, what about his side? And normally, I'm, it's it's a little bit weird to say that, like, this is a red flag because, like, I don't fault people for wanting, like, all sides of the story and i think that's okay to want but would he have done this if it was not taylor swift what if it was like a man who had saying this would they still ask if like what is both sides of the story probably not in this case yeah yeah i mean i do think it's kind of a dramatic response like everyone's going out to cancel jake right now 
And I think that's, you know, not, not necessary. I don't think it's deserved. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this because yes, I want to go along with pop culture, but really it's like a silly thing to cancel someone about when like they only dated for three months and it was like years ago. Like both parties have moved on. I think it's good to publicize that he is kind of shitty um, and to make it so like thinly veiled that like maybe like to question your outlook about him a little bit and like also questioning how you see, I guess, celebrities in general about how they're not always like what they put out into the world. Like yeah. the public facade might not what might not be what they are in private. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think it's something to cancel him over um but the whole like not showering thing that (laughs) i'm like this is gross i will publicly shame him for this because it's like this is gross there was a tweet or review out there where it was like um typical that um the girl who was playing taylor swift in the music video was the one washing dishes when jake gyllenhaal doesn't even wash himself (laughs) excellent Um, yeah I mean, also backtrack on what I said, too, because Taylor Swift was, like, publicly shamed for dating people in her 20s, which is, like, a perfectly, that's a normal girl, that's normal for anyone, not girl, but, like, everyone should, like, date around a little bit, or, like, you know, just, like, if you like someone, go for it, like, you shouldn't have to be reserved about that kind of thing, but her dating life was just put on so much blast, and she couldn't be, like, a normal person in their 20s, but celebrity men get to date around and get to date girls half their age and go without being shamed yeah and i agree i don't think she deserved any of the shame that she got i think she became one of those like someone somewhere reported it like oh taylor swift dates a lot so then every subsequent guy that she dated they were like that it would be like news because everyone like she got the like she was known as the person who dates around and who writes like breakup songs about um her relationships and stuff and like all it takes is like one person to kind of like call it out and like a bunch of people jumped on it and it sucks anyways (laughs) what is your beef or crush of the week my crush of the week is movie theater popcorn i guess i finally know what a guilty pleasure means um and i have narrowed it down to it is popcorn from the movie theater with layered butter that's my crush of the week did you get it recently Yes, I did. I got it to watch Shang-Chi. But it's like I physically have to get it taken away from me for me to stop like eating the popcorn. That's how bad it is. I got a large with to share with Prabby when we watched Eternals. And also I didn't eat dinner, so that was kind of my dinner. Like I went in knowing this, but I just like could not stop eating it. I always cannot stop eating it, even if I'm full. Um, it kind of works out well because when Jordan used to go to the movies, I think you get like a number three combo, which is like a large drink, large popcorn, and like a candy of some sort. But he only eats popcorn until the movie starts. Then he basically stops eating popcorn and he just eats candy. <laughs> I don't actually like eating candy and I exclusively focus on the popcorn. So essentially, that's a whole large bag for myself. Nice. I love popcorn. I I specifically, you're right. I do love the theater popcorn. It sucks though because so I introduced Nick to the popcorn like when we went to see Shang Chi, and he was like, "Whoa, this is the best popcorn I've ever had." And every time I'm like, "Hey, should we get a large?" And he's like, "I don't know. Let's get a regular. I'm probably not gonna eat that much." And then he always eats, ends up eating like a lot of it. 
And every time he's like, oh, man, we should have gotten a large. This happened twice. Okay, comment number one, getting a like a large popcorn, I think is only a dollar more expensive than getting like a regular. Uh, comment number two, how has this man never had Cineplex popcorn? I know, because he's always like, no, 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 it's too expensive. Like, we're just going to bring snacks in from outside. And I was like, okay, yes, I have grapes in my pocket, but also we need popcorn. <laughs> Funny grapes snack. are my go-to grapes. snack <laughs> <laughs> moving on um because i already kind of went over my beef so yeah you did we're good there <laughs> okay let's go moving on to adulting what does it mean to be an adult but let's take a step back on how we view adults when we were younger um Wanda, what was this whole mythical view you had on adults what was it like to be an adult to you responsibility <laughs> Like, you know, when you're younger, like, you're just like, whoa, this person is adult. Like, what made them an adult? They were older than me by, like, more than a few years. Like, they didn't even have to be over. Like, it de- okay, depends on what age I was at. So, like, the younger I was and then the older that person was, like, the more I thought of them as an adult. So, if I was, like, nine years old, someone who was 16, I was like, oh, it's an adult. But then, like, as I started aging up, obviously, I was like, oh, like, at 18, you're not an adult. At 20, like, you're not really an adult. Now I'm, like, 25. I'm like, oh, my God, a 30-year-old dating a 19-year-old. That's so gross. She's barely an adult. Um, So I think it, like, really changes, like, how I age. Like, I think I'm going backwards in terms of what I think an adult actually is. And I think, like, it's hard because it's, like, I – like, when I was younger, I always thought that, it, like, it, this is a common thing that people say. But, like, when I was younger, I always thought that being an adult meant you just had your life together. Like, you, you knew everything. Like, when you turn, like, 18 years old, the world, uh, like, would open. Someone's going to come down and give you the answers to the universe. Like, you're going to learn how to, like, have a mortgage. You're going to learn how to do your taxes. You're going to learn how to, like, invest money. And, like, all of these, like, adulting things, you're just going to learn magically by the time you become, quote, unquote, an adult. That did not happen. Unless that age is much older in the future because (laughs) it has yet to happen to me. I think, like, yeah, I think there was, like, a whole mystical thing about it. Like, being older just came with wisdom. And it was like, you know, when you're in high school and then you saw like people he used to go to high school with, but now they're in university and they just have this like glow around them. And it's like, Mm -hmm. whoa, they're so magical. Like they're so grown up. They know so much, but it's like they don't know anything. But when I think about it now, I think about like high school students, university students. and I'm like, those are babies. They don't know anything. Um, I consider myself a child so i'm like they're even less than a child they're literally toddlers um but it's strange because like you know when you're in high school or something you're like oh my god i'm i've been told i'm so mature for my age like i want to be older like i want to look like i'm older like it's like flattering when people tell me i'm like 18 like i want i want people to think i'm mature that kind of thing and now I'm like, oh, no, please, please tell me I look young. Please tell me I look 20. I think that's kind of it. I think it's like there's no, really nothing that makes you an adult. I think maybe once you're an adult, you just know that you don't know things, but you just have to kind of like go along with it anyways. Like think... the point where you just admit that you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think, no, I think you know what it is. I think being an adult means being a good problem solver. Or at least knowing how to go about finding the answer to your problems. I think that's kind of a sign 
of being an adult. Like, you don't know how to do this. You, you got to go figure it out. Like, you got to go do it on your own, that kind of thing. You can't wait around for someone to do it for you. I think that's maybe the sign of being an adult. Independence. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. Sorry, I forgot English. That still makes me a baby. <laughs> Let's talk about the things that really define an adult. Ugh. First one, getting a job. You feel like getting a job really makes you an adult? I feel like teenagers could have jobs. Yeah, you can have a job as a teenager. I don't think it's... Um... I don't think it's one of those like, oh, you have a job, it makes you an adult. I think it's like once you have a job, you are slightly more responsible because you have to show up somewhere on time and you have to know how to do things that are maybe not common in your everyday life. Um, so I think getting a job definitely makes you more responsible. Um, does it make you immediately an adult? Probably not because I had a job at like 13. But it did make me more responsible. I did not know how to spend money though. I had a big spending problem when I first started getting paid. <laughs> And like, I don't know, it took a while to figure out how to, how to do money. <laughs> I feel that. I think um, maybe like one of the biggest things for a job, I guess, is like it teaches you interpersonal skills. I think skills that like you can't really learn in school. Um, but also I think maybe what sets like an adult job from like a child job is like what you do with your money. Like for you using that adult job towards like bills or like payments or like your family that's what makes an adult job maybe that's like yeah, a big differentiator isn't it at the same time though you have these like um teenagers from families that might be struggling um and a lot of their money do go back to supporting and helping out their family then they have an adult job okay <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's it's I feel like it's so like dangerous to call like teenagers adults and stuff. Like these are the yeah. kids who end up like growing up way too early and you get you kind of miss a lot of your childhood because you're constantly worried about like keeping the lights on or like is there food like am I going to eat this week and things like that. And I think that really ages a kid and I feel bad for those kids. That's what adulting is. Being sad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no ounce of happiness here, guys. <laughs> um do you think buying a house makes you an adult i feel like it does i mean i cannot afford a house anytime soon um i don't think many people our age can mostly because there is a kind of a housing crisis going on where people cannot afford homes the price is just exponential if you want to live in the city um but I do think buying a house is like a very big milestone, a milestone that will bankrupt you for life, but it's a great investment, great asset. Um, because I think when you buy a house, it's about maintaining it too. Anytime there's renovations and stuff, it might be for when you want to start a family, it might be for if you want to, I don't know, set your roots, that kind of thing. It's a, it's a long-term investment. It's a big thing. What would you say? Um, I think like you can even like your parents can give to you a house too which i guess is not really buying a house i think like buying a house with like your own money that you've made um could make you more of an adult i'm not saying like i'm not looking down on people who do have parents who help them i think that's great but i think in the scheme of things you have to kind of save up for like a down payment and kind of like navigate this um mostly by yourself or like with your partner or something um or with friends which makes again more responsible like, it's, like, the scale of responsibility and then how much responsibility is really, like, truly adulthood. 
but uh, this one in particular, so Prabhi and I kind of had a discussion about this. And I bring this discussion to the pod because Maggie didn't really have much to say uh, while me and Prabhi were arguing when we went out for sushi the other day. But Prabhi's take is that he will never share um, a title or like a deed to a house uh, with someone else. Like even if it's like a partner, he would rather they own it or he owns it but not both of them on the name because he thinks it's too messy that like if they ever break up or get divorced or anything um, to, I guess, settle it because you like might have to get lawyers involved. There's like, do you rent it? Do you sell it? Do you like, does the other person buy you out? Like he just thinks it's too messy. He says that the other person can just pay him like a small part of maybe the mortgage or maybe pay for like everything else, like entertainment, food, groceries, um, stuff like that. And he thinks that it would be fair because the other person can save their money in the meantime. My take on this is I think that both people, like if you are together for a long period of time and you're in a stable relationship where you think a house is a good next step and you have the money to buy for it, buy it, I think both of your names should be on the like title. Like even though it's a little bit messier, um, if you ever do get divorced or you do get break or you do break up, it doesn't disadvantage the person who's not on that like deed because a house is an asset that you can use to get um, a mortgage you can use to borrow more money um, it's like a good foundational home route whatever like to me I don't really feel at home unless I guess my name is on the deed of like a house like I'd always feel like I was living with my boyfriend or I was living with my husband it wasn't like our home kind of stuff yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I said. Like, I feel like one person would be like disadvantaged, the person who's not on the deed. What are your thoughts on this? If you were to force my hand, I would agree with you. Mostly because, you know, we were both raised by like independent Asian women. Um, but like, if anything were to ever happen, knock on wood, and the other person's name is on the deed, you're screwed. Like, mm-hmm. The person who isn't on the deed is screwed. Like you're, you guys break up, you're kicked out. You were making the mortgage payments for what? And in the end, you're just left with no home, and you your money went to waste. Kind of, actually, not kind of. It legit went to waste because like you don't even get to live there anymore. Um, so yeah, very very messy. Um, I think you're right. Both names have to be on the deed, and you both need to kind of do fifty fifty. But I, mean, I know, it really depends on the yeah. people too. I know, like, one of our high school friends, who I still keep in touch with, her and her boyfriend got bought a condo together, and both their names are on the deed, I think, but he pays for the mortgage and she pays for everything else. So, talk about it I with think your partner. It, yeah, like, if you think whatever is fair, like, probably might end up with someone who doesn't want to ever own a house and just likes the flexibility of... I guess like paying like a reduced amount and to spend money on other things like it might end up working out for him but like if it's that one person wants to be on the deed and the other person doesn't want that person on the deed then I feel like that could be like a deal breaker for some people yeah um I don't want to be homeless um I want my money to be going somewhere I think it would just be kind of disrespectful mm-hmm I mean, I see where Prabby is coming from because yes, it is messy, but I think when you when you're when it's actually happening to you, like reality, you really want to 
have an exit plan in place. I feel like Jordan always gets like, he's always like, ugh, like exit plan. Like, are you planning to leave me? Or are you planning to like break up with me some or something? Because I'm always like, well, I always have to have an exit plan. Like it, it has to be like a, not like an easy exit, but like I have to be able to like separate like what is mine kind of like easily. I like such that I don't feel like I'm trapped in a relationship. Um, so it's kind of like similar in that sense that like if I'm living in Prabby's house, like I would feel in, like trapped in this relationship because I would feel that he has all the power and mm-hmm. that I would be left homeless if I ever break up with him. I agree with that. It so like having that conversation with Prabby, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm officially like an adult. Like I feel like the fact that we started like started to discuss like like mortgages and like buying a house, like even though we can't, but like just thinking about like that next step, I guess, is like what made me feel like, holy shit, I'm an adult. Like it was a very, I guess, sudden realization. Like I I teeter on that. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so young, and then. Uh, like other days, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so old. I'll be honest, I hate talking about housing and putting mortgages and stuff. So I think when you and Prabhu are talking about it, I probably zoned out a little bit. Um, so it's just like I just like don't want to think about it because I know it's like so much money, so much investment, and just like so much to think about that I'm like, Ugh, I don't, I I'm not ready for this next step yet. So my short term goal is just to rent because. I feel like a vital step of being an adult is like kind of living on your own, you know, like, like moving out from your you parents' place. But you don't need to rent to live by yourself. Like, no, no. but like, you know, like I don't, I don't, my next big move when I leave my, my family home isn't to buy a house. It could, it could be. be, it could be like five years be. from now that you right. actually move. I'm <laughs> 30. <laughs> like you right now at least don't have any good reason to move out like you work from home you Mm. like work for your mom and stuff like you have your own space your own room and everything like it doesn't really make sense for you to move out yes i mean until i go back into office but yes yes um but yeah no I'm, i'm just like i don't i don't like that step going from one house to another house i don't know to me i'm just like i want to see what it's like to live in a condo Maybe I'll like condo. Maybe I won't like condo life. Hey. <laughs> like, like, there's nothing, like, there. I guess it's like, yeah, when you live in a condo, you're like, oh, like, I wish I had a backyard. Like, I wish it wasn't such a hassle right. to go outside. Yeah. I wish I didn't have to share, like, an elevator with other people because small talk sucks. Um, And I wish I didn't have to, like, lug groceries upstairs. But then it's like, yeah. oh, nice to be in the city. Like, that's, like... <laughs> I don't know if you necessarily have to live in a condo to be like, no, mm. I don't think I have to. I just yeah. like, you know, I uh, I need that ex- um, experience for me. That's fair. Wait, would you say you're a condo or a house person? I would say I'd prefer a house over a condo. I like having a driveway. I like space. I like being able to roam the house. I I thought it was really interesting to hear Prabhi's perspective on like this topic because yes, it's no. like I it was interesting to hear his perspective on his topic because I've never really known how he's felt about like kind of this next stage in life I guess um I think it's also like interesting to learn from other people about like what their thoughts are and what they know and like things that you might not know about this 
yeah if you have like the ability to stay at home um do it because like when jordan moved out to vancouver that was basically his like his rent was like two thousand something and like that was how much he was like taking home per paycheck so he really had no savings when he like was in vancouver but he got the experience yeah i mean he definitely like i'm 100 percent sure he would not trade it for anything in the world like he loved vancouver oh yeah Ooh, that's i guess that's another thing it's like don't be afraid to like as an adult it's like break away from where you are where your family i guess is settled like you Mm -hmm. don't have to stay in the same city or country or continent but also if you don't want to no one's forcing you i think it's like once your friends start talking about like these next steps in life and then that's i feel like that's kind of like adulting like even if you're not there necessarily um i think it could be that's good i think it's adulting i think it's good because when even though like i'm kind of not there because everyone else is talking about i'm like fuck i gotta start thinking about this too guys Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't keep yeah. running away from scary topics. Um, moving on, doing chores, cleaning. I see you have added this in. Yeah, um, I remember the story. So we had this t- teacher in high school who said that she, when she went to the University of Waterloo, she um, there was a lot of smart people that she met, but a lot of them did not know how to cook, did not know how to do their own laundry, um, a lot of basic things that they were just never... I guess, taught how to do or exposed how to do. So she would had to teach them as an 18 year old. She went to go teach them. And like, do you think doing chores or like knowing how to clean makes you an adult? I think honestly, yes. Um, but I, I mean, I can't blame them either because like our teacher grew up in like, you know, special circumstances and in my household too like it was like the girl always had to do all the cooking and cleaning and stuff Mm -hmm. so i knew how to clean and stuff but like my younger brother didn't really know how to do that stuff like to me it was all common sense to him it wasn't so much so i'm not gonna say that like i'm an adult because of but maybe Mm -hmm. i am maybe i am an adult because of that but i feel like cooking and cleaning is one of those things that like it goes everyone needs to know it's an all-inclusive thing to be an actual accomplished person, you need to know how to cook and clean. I am a bad cook, so I know the bare basics. I could probably survive. But yeah, basic basic things about cleaning. Yeah, I think it's it makes you an adult. It makes you a whole person. I think it's so dumb when parents are like, oh, I'm going to teach my daughter how to like cook and bake and clean. But like, I'm going to teach my son how to like fix things and mow the lawn and like do the stuff that are like more manly it's like why not just teach them both like it's not like they're gonna like suffer because you (laughs) teach them like you teach girls how to fix things and teach guys how to cook and clean Mm -hmm. i mean i don't think anyone really ever taught me how to cook and clean so my mom is like kind of a micromanager so she is not the best at teaching how to cook and how to cook stuff she likes to do things her way even with cleaning, I have to try to do it before she gets home because if she sees me do it, then she's going to be like, why did you do it like this? Why would you do it like my way? That kind of thing. So cooking, I've never really learned how to do. I just kind of like did it on my own. Yeah. I uh, So my dad was like a food scientist or like that was what his degree was in university. And so like he was always like really into food. Like I guess his side of like the family, like his parents and stuff are also really into food. But like when I was younger, I was like, like always like really curious, I guess, whenever he was cooking and stuff. And he'd like, 
show me how like he'll do things and stuff like he wouldn't necessarily let me like touch the stove and like actually try to like do dangerous stuff but he'd like teach me knife skills and like how to hold a knife my dad's also kind of a micromanager and say with my mom um but I hold it, like his way and i had to like do things his way kind of thing so like he tricked me into washing dishes because he's like ah like look at this cool thing that you can do now and i was like oh cool i'm gonna like this is so fun i'm gonna wash dishes and then so i would like wash the dishes and then he'd like touch it and then it'd be like not clean and he's like this is how you do it and then so like he kept on trying to like train me on how to wash dishes his way that I eventually adopted that. And now when I see other people doing dishes, like another way, I'm like, Oh no. Right. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, good, but also you're a micromanager now. I, I like, it takes me so much to not like, like, it's just like not to make a micro expression when I see people doing like dishes differently. And I'm like, mm, it's not really clean though. And then I second guess it's like, did I just eat off of like plates and cutlery that I don't necessarily think was clean? You need That's to show me this way then. You'll show me another day. And now I need to yeah. know. But yeah, so it's like, don't become your parents. It's hard. Yeah. I don't know. What what is your overall thought? Um, doing chores and cleaning or cooking and cleaning. Does that make you an adult? I don't think it necessarily makes you an adult. Again, I just think it's more responsibility. I think it's like this these whole things like every single one of these things like give or take a few probably makes you an adult but it's like i keep going back to this it's like what really does make you an adult yeah that's fair um honestly i think kids should be doing cleaning anyways i did i had to clean when i was a kid i think all kids should. yeah yeah if i had children i'd make them clean like what's the point of having kids if you don't make them clean? i would make them clean i would okay as a kid i thought it was like really fun to clean so i was always like asking if i could do stuff yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, See? So kids, like, they want to be useful. They want to feel like grown up. Get them to do chores. Did you ever have an allowance? No, I kept begging, though. I was like, please, I did all this. Just give me $1. <laughs> I was, like, always, like, I, w- I think I was given, like, very little money for doing chores, if at any. But I was pushed very hard to, like, get a job or, like... So I had, like, a newspaper route when I was younger, and I had, like, started, like, working very early. But I guess I you were working, too. Yeah. I, did your mom ever pay you for... No, but, did like, she... she she bought me things. But, like, she's also, like, if you didn't work at the store, like, would she still buy you things? I don't know. I don't think that's an option for me to be like, I'm not working <laughs> for you anymore, mom. <laughs> I don't think that's an option. Um, do you think getting married makes you an adult? No. Okay. <laughs> Is that because of how you hold what your your thoughts are around marriage? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I think a lot of like flawed people, like you can get married at a very young age, at 18. It doesn't make you an adult. You can get a job at 18. How come that you can makes get a job you an at adult? 16. And how come that makes you an adult? It really I don't know if it does. I guess you're right. None of these things really make you an adult. Yeah, getting married for sure does not make you an adult. Just because you can sign a piece of paper and, like, ha- have children and, like, get tax benefits. Nah. Does having yeah. children make you an adult then? No, it makes you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, because of, like, the lack of sleep or... uh, Like, having children? I mean, it definitely means, like, you can... It definitely signals that you're ready for like uh, like to put 
it symbolizes that you're ready to put life on hard mode. You're done playing normal mode like the rest of us. <laughs> you want to step it up a notch. Yeah, hard mode. I feel like life is already on hard mode, like even harder mode, like freak mode. Yeah, like crazy difficult mode. Yeah, it's like yeah, you don't want... really know what the pass rate is. <laughs> Give me the cheat codes. Where are the apps? <laughs> Um, I guess we kind of talked about paying bills already. No, I would say paying bills doesn't really, really make you an adult. Um, mm. Not paying bills is irresponsible, though. Don't yes. get into credit card debt. Or debt in general. I think that's bad because then you get the collections people calling you. Then you got you get summoned to court and you got your credit ruined. And if your credit's ruined, then you're kind of fucked for life. Yeah. I mean, like a mortgage is like okay. Like student mm -hmm. loans, again, okay. But just like credit card debt no yeah big no no big no no um do you see yourself as an adult i definitely see myself as a hybrid between a child and an adult because i don't i don't think i'm a kid but i don't think i'm there yet as an adult you know what i mean yeah what about you People, <laughs> I've had younger people, slightly younger, probably like high schoolers, maybe like early university people call me ma'am. And <laughs> that aged me like 30 years. That really bums me out. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like, oh, like, do I like, do I really look this old right now? Like I like I used to be called oh. miss or like I, I'm also OK with like older people calling me hun. Um, <laughs> hun. Yeah, but uh, ma'am, ma'am was like, yeah, in that moment, I was like, I'm an adult. But then it's like, at the same time, it's like, I'm doing my PhD. So it makes me feel like I am younger than I am for some reason. Like most people do their PhD and they're like pretty old, but like, I feel young for some reason. I think it's the fact that because I'm still in school, I feel like once I graduate from school, I'm going to feel older. Hmm. Yeah, because you'll be Dr. Wanda. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I read these things on Reddit, too, where people are like, I, it didn't really sink in that I was an adult until I was maybe like 50 or 40, where wow. I like kind of looked in the mirror and I was like, whoa, I'm like doing all this. Like, I have kids, I'm paying bills, like I'm raising a family. That's crazy. I'm an adult. And they're like, I still don't really feel like an adult. I still feel like I'm trying to figure it all out. So like, that's kind of comforting. Yeah. I wonder if it's like sometimes you just go on autopilot too. Like mm -hmm. you know like you have to pay your bills, you know have to take care of your kids, you know have to go to job like your job every single day, you have to cook, clean, all this stuff. So it's like you kind of just run your life on autopilot. And yeah. then so you turn fifty and you're like, hmm, am I an adult? <laughs> <laughs> it's like those moments where you sit back and you're like, Whoa, I'm actually like piecing all this together. Like I'm actually like sitting down and like realizing all this is happening and it's like oh cool or you might be living in fear but i don't know yeah either or, either or. <laughs> exactly. you never know what kind of trip you're gonna get this time <laughs> yeah exactly um i'm kind of afraid to do all these things i mean i have the getting a job part buying mm -hmm. a house i am i'm close maybe i could maybe do it if i really wanted to um you also you do chores and you do clean I do. Yes. Um, uh, married. I'm, I'm not married. Uh, I pay very little bills. <laughs> do you pay any bills yourself right now? My credit card bills. 
Right. Yeah. Me too. Other than that, not really. <laughs> yeah. I manage some bills because my mom makes me call people for her. <laughs> do you, does your mom do that? Like, does she, does she ever be like, hey, can you just pretend to be me and like call this company for me? No, my mom is like pretty good at doing that herself. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing is like if I have to do online payments for her, mm-hmm. um, then that's when like I'm convinced she doesn't know how to use a computer. So I think that's where I come in. Jordan's mom, like mom orders stuff, like ordered stuff from Amazon. And like all I could think about in my head, I was like, wow, you know how to use Amazon? Like oh I have God. to buy everything for my mom. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> my mom, like she'll take a screenshot of something, but she'll zoom in on the product and then she'll send it to me and be like, can you buy this for me? And I was like, where is this? What is this product called? How much is it? Like, I don't know what's going on here. And she's like, oh, just like, look it up. And I was like, it's a picture of a sweater. What am I supposed to do with this? My my dad has sent me like things in Chinese and be like, can you find this? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't read Mandarin. <laughs> um, I guess it's like. I don't know. I don't think I'd ever, like, I think there's going to be times where I see myself as an adult and there are going to be times where I don't see myself as an adult. I think that's a part of adulting. Yeah. I will say, say, like, when I'm out somewhere doing something alone, that's when I'm like, wow, I'm such an adult. Like going to the mall? Yeah, that and, like, when I was in line to vote. I'm like, wow, I'm such an adult. I can vote. I'm, I'm doing so much for the women's movement. I actually don't feel that way. I feel very patriotic when I vote, but I don't necessarily feel like I'm an adult. I feel like independent. I'm like, wow, I can look at me getting stuff done. When I run errands, I feel like an adult. Yeah. Really love running errands. Me too. I like tagging along with people when they run errands. Me too. Oh my God. Like, that is like kind of like my, like, uh, like if there's no, like outside of like the, you know, like. It's like acts Aww. of service. That's what it is. Because it's like, wow, me- I don't know what it is, actually. It's like a mix of acts of service and quality time. Maybe we should date each other. <laughs> we make we the have same incestuous jokes. We have <laughs> the same love language. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, because I asked you the other day, I was like, oh, like, would you choose me or Nick? And I'm like, I won't be offended if you choose Nick. And then I like, I Jordan asked me like, would I choose like, you or him and then like i chose him sorry but okay. um now that i think about it, i was like maybe i should have chose you yeah hmm. too late you <laughs> made your bed now. <laughs> <laughs> you had so much time to choose me love me <laughs> Ooh, what is that movie that was gray's anatomy that was oh, meredith okay. yes 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 iconic you yes. should okay cool thanks for Joining us on this episode of Adulting, go follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, and join us next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.